Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and the host of the Uncluttered Office podcast. Today I have Kurt Battles with me in this month of planning and he will be talking about project management. Kurt has over 25 years of strategic development, financial assessment, and operational expertise in a variety of industries, including startup craft breweries, commercial real estate, beverages, and hospitality. I can say that Kurt has been around the block. Kurt uh, runs the company Craft Beer Insights Advisory Business, which was founded in 2008 and is headquartered in Stamford, Connecticut. CBI is a strategic business advisory firm that provides public and private businesses with a unique resource for identifying opportunities for microfunding startups and existing craft beer businesses. He brings real value to your ideas, dreams, and aspirations. So without further ado, and after all those big financial words, we're going to introduce Kurt Battles, who is not usually so lengthy in his words. Oh my! Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I will we'll tell everybody that, that uh, you're not really located in San Francisco. You are actually in uh, beautiful Stanford, Connecticut. I like to think that I spend a lot of time on the road, so as a result, I, the San Francisco motif really gives that feeling. Well, and not for nothing, but, you know, there are craft beer operations all over the country, if not the world. I'm not sure if you're international yet. I do know you're national. Uh, not international yet, but just to give you some sense, um, so there are 8,000 craft beer uh, breweries in the U.S., and some people make great beer. And some people make beer that's good only because their mama and their buddies tell them so. So what uh, we do at CBI is we help people with optimizing their operations, with their marketing and branding, their merchandising on-site and online, and helping them with connecting with capital. But it's all trying to get those people who have a passion learn how to actually make money in their business. That is always a good thing. So I was going to do a whole powerhouse thing on your background, but I think I've already pretty much covered that. So we'll just go right to the fact that we're kind of in the later part of our careers. We've both made some pretty amazing shifts here. You've gone from consulting in uh, commercial real estate, hospitality, beverage before that, and now all the way circling back to basically hospitality and beverage, and you were connecting everything you've done together. How did you ever get from your sort of high-powered corporate career to super fun craft beer insights. So uh, about uh, 10 years ago now, I uh, left the world, the corporate world. Uh, and in my first 
incarnation of, of going out as the entrepreneur, I did things similar to what I was doing internally. Mm-hmm. So I was helping organizations that have unusual assets like um, Union Station in Washington, D.C. So they were doing a second century master development plan. And I was part of the team that was figuring out how it's all going to run when it's done. Uh, And so I morphed from there to working with some early stage startup companies uh, where they needed somebody who could be the combination of strategic advisor and adult supervision uh, to help them figure out, oh, my God, we're going to make a billion dollars. Well, we're going to make a billion dollars, but it's going to take us a little bit more time and a little bit more investment than you might have thought just to get there. And then I I came around to the craft beer space probably about uh, four uh, years ago. Now, I've always had a thing for drinking beer, but, you know, this is a wholly, there's a whole different perspective where you're trying to figure out how to help people uh, do that. And so I had a assignment uh, from, through my real estate connection of somebody who was looking to start a brewery up in um, uh, like Orange County in New York. And literally, I was with them walking through fields saying, hey, we, they're like, we could put, we could grow on hops and we could put this here and it's going to be great and it's going to be fabulous. And it's like, okay, well, how big, how much are you going to do? It's a, it's a touristy town. So how do you tie into that? And they were like, oh, you're asking a lot more questions than we thought we knew. And then following that, I had an opportunity to work sort of as an interim uh, CEO and operations person um, for a small brewery here in Connecticut. And that gave me a chance to say, hey, this is fun. I really like what these folks are doing. I think that there's a way to be able to uh, take this and look at this space and really do something interesting and exciting in it. You uh, have certainly created a whole broad range of things around craft beer. When I, when I first heard you talking about this, I kind of thought, oh, he's just going to be an advisor with this. But you have got everything that runs the gamut now from merchandise to uh, the advisory capacity, of course. I'm just kind of blown away. Your marketing is amazing. And I can't remember exactly the marketing team you use to make those great videos. Actually, you know what you could talk about, which would be really cool, is those trucks with the video on it. So uh, uh, I'll I'll back up. So we have uh, the business is three pieces. One portion is advisory. So that's actually assisting people, whether it's on an ongoing basis or a project basis with specific issues and problems. Mm -hmm. The second piece, we call it insights because we keep and track what's going on in the industry and what are all the dynamics and changes and things that are going on related to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that could be what happens with uh, the White Claw and all the seltzers, what's going on in legislation, but from a practical standpoint, rather than a high level where where somebody who lobbies And then we do all kinds of things that are experiences. So one of the things we do is we have these access to these digital video trucks. So if you think of a sprinter van that has screens on four sides, it can play still video, it can play a live stream, or it can, um, you can open it up and activate it and put a band up there or a product demonstration. And it's great for craft beer festivals and for food festivals and things like that. So as we go into the summer, uh, and we'll uh, rent that out across the country, and we provide the technical support 
uh, we actually took this to the craft beer conference in um, Denver last year. And what we did was we had, you know, we had a, a video game so people could play virtual virtual reality. We ran a number of commercials about uh, our business and introducing it to this audience of 15,000 um, goers to the conference. So people will go, oh, I've heard of you guys. So when you talk to a brewer who goes, oh my gosh, you've been around forever. Uh, yes, we have been around forever. Yes. And, and that's exactly what we want you to think. So there's nothing wrong with that. So there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of pieces. And what I hope we talk about today is project management and how, because that's what you do. You really do manage projects, but more from a standpoint of what do you use to manage the projects? So when, when we met early on, you would do these Gantt charts and then you were doing a lot in Excel. We had talked a lot about different options for project management software and I didn't know what you'd finally landed on. So uh, that is true, and um, a lot of these projects are very complex with lots of moving parts, and there are deadlines that change on an ongoing basis. So I'm going to tee you up and tell you in a little bit about one of our newest products we call the Brewery Adventure Tour. So just remind me to come back around to that, and I'll tell you how I use the project management to fit into that. Awesome. But what I did was... Um, I look at three things when you're trying to figure out what you want from a project management piece of software. I call it the ACE factor. So first, it's how accessible is it? You know, is it something I have to have on my computer or can I do it through the cloud? Second, what is the cost? Is it something that I have to sign up for and every month I'm getting banged when I may or may not need this or can I go in or out? And then the third is how easy is it to use? So some of these products are really, really complicated. And for your average person just trying to do something simple, say I wanted to write a newsletter and I wanted to figure out, I have an editor, I've got to come up with copy, I need maybe a photographer that's taking pictures, I got to get it all combined. Maybe I have 15 or 20 steps to produce a newsletter. And it, it's done over a, a two-week cycle. Mm -hmm. um, so if you had those in there and you know, once you get it right, that it goes time and time again, it makes it easier for you to know, okay, well, 10 days before I got to do this and five days before I have to have the copy to my editor, et cetera. Um, and so when I looked at it, I actually found a website, it's called Captera, C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A.com. And they rate all kinds of, of different products. And I put in for project management software and what you do is you'll get probably 20 or 30 different kinds of products will pop up. And some of them are really complicated, meant for teams. Everybody can go in and edit the, the space. You can manage down to the minutest amount, your budget and with the resources that you're using for it. And it's just too much. So there's a couple ones. There's one called Asana and there's one called Write that I looked at. Um, there's a simple one called Smartsheets. Mm -hmm. which is almost like a, a slightly fancier Excel piece. Right. But the one I settled on is called Team Gantt. So that's like a Gantt chart. Um, and what I liked about it is I didn't have to sign up for it. You can actually use and, and create full range projects in their trial version, which has no cost to you. It's accessible from any place. It's pretty intuitive. 
in terms of your being able to ease of use and you can make it as complex or as simple as you want. So you can sort it by function, you can sort it by date and time, and it's easy enough to adjust your schedule along the way. Super. So what I'll do is I'll put links to the um, project management softwares you mentioned, including the capterra.com. And if you could just do for me again, uh, exactly which one you landed on when all was said and done. Sorry. I landed on one called Team Gantt. Oh, Team Uh, Gantt, of course. Sorry. And I love the Gantt charts. So where people may not really know what a Gantt chart is, it's showing your process in a very visual manner. And I'm sure you could actually describe that far better than I. So if, if you think about a project that you're starting today and it's going to take uh, six months or a year. Uh, so one of, the piece, one of the new products we have coming out is called the Brewery Adventure Tour. Oh, right. Yes. So what we, uh, while being on the road and going to all these breweries, one of the things I found is people go to breweries in three ways. I'm hanging out with my buddies before I go out for the night. So I'm in, I'm in the city or I'm in the town or I'm in the area where I, I, we live. I'm going away for a weekend. So if I'm in New York City and I'm in the east side, I want to see what are the six to 10 breweries closest to me. If I'm going up to New Haven for the weekend, you know, for a day trip with some friends, or I'm going across the country because I'm going to San Francisco area and I'm going up. Uh, you know, down uh, towards Stamford, and I want to see what are the breweries there. So those are the, the typical pieces. I found it was very difficult to find a single product that easily lets you do that. You can go to Google, and you can look it up, or you can go to Yelp, and you can look, find articles locally about which ones, but it takes a lot of work. I said, gee, wouldn't it be great if you had a single app that works on both your desktop and on your mobile device? <laughs> that would let you see all the best breweries right in the area you're going to. So the Brewery Adventure Tour is born. It's the interface between travel and craft beer. And so we have all the breweries in the country in it. And the idea is it will micro-target, meaning wherever you are, it tells you what's around you, but you can also put in the city you want to go to and get see exactly what's there. It has the ability for the brewers to actually promote products. They have, you know, either music at their site, food, whether it's food trucks or whatever, and it also lets them, uh, if they have a special event, an anniversary party, a new beer, or something like that. Uh, And we think it will be a fantastic tool that will get absorbed and picked up by people, and it's about to launch. Uh, We've been working on this for about a year, and it's just about to go up on the um, both the Apple Store and the Android Google Play Store. So now when... I'm the average user coming on. I'm not necessarily paying for it, am I? No. So as a consumer, there's no cost to it. It's a free download. The idea is, uh, and it, the nice thing about it is you can, once you register, because it's you have to be over 21, obviously, with the alcohol and beverages, it will let you uh, make breweries their favorites. It will let you create your own itineraries. It will let you share them with friends. You can follow the folks on social media. It, you can um, like them. And once you put your itinerary in or wherever you're going to go, it will give you how to get there directly from where you are. That's fantastic. I love it. So I'm the, looking forward to it. 
So the, the tie-in is, this is a very complicated piece. So I have um, a technical team that's actually building the app that's in Bogota, Colombia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two partners here that are uh, part of my team. So 360 Ad Media, you asked earlier who does all my uh, pieces. The Maria Fernandez Ardonez, who is the principal there, is and has all this experience working with uh, Coke and other big corporate clients over time. And then uh, Rick Glover, who is a tech wizard and has done a lot of entrepreneurial stuff, but really has helped with what's the back end and how do you make sure you engage people. So with all those people in different places, I have a group of VAs that are in the Philippines that do research for me. Um, So you have to try to keep all those pieces in place. Uh, And you know, what you end up saying is what are the technology pieces? And if I start today and went and had each thing along the way, what would that look like? What are the marketing elements, including the new Instagram feed we have called Bree underscore adventure underscore tour. But if you just look that up, you'll see that we are trying to make it much more interesting. So people want to come back. Uh, It's not just a picture of a guy with a beer or a gal with a beer, but it's what is hoppy mean and what is an American ale and what is a stout? And, you know, when you, they, they make all these descriptions and you want to say, well, of course I know what that is. Yes. I've, I've been drinking beer for years, but there are a lot of people who say, I don't know. And this is a way to help them uh, be able to do that. And the nice thing is it's almost as if you think of a slider. So I need to move it 30 days. I can just slide it out in the software. And everything adjusts accordingly. And it gives a visual sense from today through whenever the end of the project is. And what it does is it lets you see what your critical path is. So what are the specific tasks that ultimately lead you to get finished at the time you expect to? What are things that if it, if it slips in time, it doesn't really affect the overall project? Or what are the ones that you really are going to have to change or do or add more resources to in order to get something done. Great. I love it. And I have to confess that Kurt and I have, may have tasted a beer or two over the course of our long yeah, time. Well, yeah, we, 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 do, we, we do have to do that. Yes. And we are, we are, again, we're long overdue for some ribs. There you go. You're going to have to figure out a date for that because that is one of my favorite things is meeting with Kurt, having um, some craft beer and eating, <laughs> digging into a pile of really good ribs. Yeah. Or not, we have good ribs right here in Connecticut. It's kind of great. So uh, let's talk a little bit about your book, Occupation Fermentation, uh, which I believe might have been the very first piece of what you were building in the Craft Beer Insights Empire. I'd like to hear a little bit more about how you plan things. How did you decide what to do first and when and how it all went came about? So um, I had done these couple um of consulting assignments. And one of the things that I recognized is people who make craft beer and the the profile is largely bearded, tattoo, white men who are millennials. So that's somewhere in the 30 to 45 range. There are people who love craft beer that go from 24 to 64 and above, but that's sort of the core spot. They're passionate about it but they have no idea how to run a business. And so as a result, a number of them have started as home brewers. So there's 1.1 million home brewers around the country. 
and they get kicked out by their wives and girlfriends for making it in the kitchen and in the garage. And they say, oh, I got to find a space. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is going to be successful. I love doing this. This is, this is a lot of fun, but they oftentimes don't understand about marketing and branding and that if you walk into a package store or to a big box store and you look up and there are 75, 80 different options of craft beer just in that wall, how do you stand out from the crowd and how do you do it? So one of the things I tell people is this is not, they're not in the beer business, they're in the lifestyle business. It's all about the experience and are you a mutter or, you know, I have my, my, hipster glasses on here and you know I have to look a certain way so the idea behind occupation fermentation the secrets to building a successful craft beer business is about helping teach people a little bit about what they're getting into so instead of spending 30 50 a couple hundred thousand dollars and buying equipment and all and having no idea what they're doing the book is really almost like a craft beer for dummies it says here's some history Here's how beer is made and what goes into it. Here's the kind of equipment you need. Here's how much money you're going to need. Here's how, why the industry is regulated the way it is from prohibition to now. Here's what the growth trends are. Here's places you can find money. And it also has a whole glossary of all those kinds of terms like keg and carboy and when you you have a skunky beer, you know, things that you go, oh, I know what that is. I, I've always heard about that. Um, and it is targeted at those people, again, that have this passion, but are trying to figure out how to do it. So the, the idea originally was the book was just going to be a marketing tool to give me uh, authority in the space, and it has become much more, so it's actually a useful and fun and you know, easy read kind of thing for people. But it's nice because people, oh, you're an author. Oh, you're on Amazon. Oh, my God, I better listen to you. Yeah, and, and that it is a great calling card when, just like this, I do a podcast with folks to, to find out where they are and what they're doing. So the next one, and just think about this, 80% of the population of the U.S. lives within 10 miles of a craft brewery, no matter what state you're in. So they're every place, but the industry is likely to go through some challenges. In the next little bit, where consolidation, some of the big beer, which would be the Budweiser and the Miller, are starting to buy up some of these successful mid-sized ones because they haven't figured out how to grow. So there's a need for for understanding what you're getting into, and the difference between if you have it distributed into the store versus if you sell it out in your tasting room, you probably make seven to 10 times as much money just selling in your tasting room. And an average person who visits one of these uh, spots is worth somewhere between 45 to $75. They typically come in and get um, either flights or a couple pints. Right. They may get something to eat, uh, whether it's snacks, a food truck or whatever. If they like the place, they want to bring home a t-shirt or some other kind of merch. And then they'll take bring beer to go. So. Our goal is to try to uh, show them different ways in all those spaces that they can uh, really make money and be successful. Nice. I love that we're, and this is so me, I love that I said, let's talk about craft beer when we're talking about project planning. There you go. It just makes it a lot more interesting. And yeah, well, well, project planning by itself is, oh, I have this thing, we have to do this, oh my God, I'm, 
but it's if you think about it on something that's approachable and how it really impacts what you're trying to do, then it's much more fun. It is. And it's funny because as I was putting together the script for this, I initially thought I'm just going to go out there and talk about all the different project management softwares. And I started doing it. And I said, this is so boring. <laughs> and if I'm bored, my listeners are going to be bored. But if we could talk about it under the auspices of craft beer, how much more interesting is it to people to hear real life application of a project management software such as Team Gantt yeah. or in my case, Asana, yep. to uh, run a company and do things to help run other companies. And I mean, that's where your gift is and your genius is this ability, not only to see how the entire industry works as a whole, but also how you can help individual members within that industry build their empires. And so to that point, we actually, one of the other new products that we're working on is two different webinars. So one is marketing for brewers and one is merchandising for brewers because what we figured is they, there's a lot of people who say, oh, well, I got a like on Facebook or somebody followed me on Instagram. What does that mean? Well, in and of itself, no. And <laughs> when you get an email address, do you actually engage with the folks and, and have them follow you? And are you doing things? So if they saw something, on on your page that they come in and they get a token that says I'm going to get a free beer because I came through your web page or when I show them at the brewery adventure tours what got me here the the deal is I'll get a free beer so that they can see the benefit of what what they're doing is or some discount you know that you know only comes through a, a certain spot so helping them in those pieces and on the merchandise it's like low hanging fruit there's the way that you can do dropship on demand, which means I design it, I put it up, you pick it, and then somebody else produces it and ships it and it never sits in my garage and I don't have 100,000 of the Pink Elephant t-shirts or some other brewery or thing where you go and say, boy, I don't know how, this doesn't make any sense. And so it's, it's, there's a lot of ways to, we would say, monetize this business in this narrow, in this narrow segment and the project management software is a critical element for men for being able to keep all these balls in the air without them crashing and breaking. Exactly. So speaking of keeping balls in the air, you don't only juggle craft beer insights, you have a busy family, family life, a daughter who's now in college. You're an incredibly active member of your community, volunteering in a whole bunch of ways. So how do you, Kurt, juggle it all yourself? Not yourself alone, but yeah. So, you know, I, I, one of the things that I do is uh, in the, the space that I'm sitting in, not in San Francisco at the moment, <laughs> but in my office, I have a, a whiteboard. And so every day I put up the three to four things that I want to make sure I accomplish that day. And it could be, here's a business thing. Here's a personal thing. Here's a family thing. Here's a community thing. Right. So whether... But it's, what is the very next step I need to do? So if I have it in my project management you know, timeline, then I can just transfer it here. And every time I sit down during the day, I go, uh-oh, I, I didn't do that. And it could be order new refrigerator filters from Amazon, right? But, but it, it, by having it in front of you, it works out very well that way. The other thing that I do is, I have a system where I have what are completed tasks 
on one side. In the center, I have tasks that are in progress and ones that I call ones that need action. Right. So everything that I, I use little stickies, I, you know, so I write them up. But I can physically see how much I've accomplished over the course of a month by looking at all the ones in the completed task and all the things that I have here. And then you can shift them back and forth depending upon what needs to be done. And it's from those stickies that ends up on the whiteboard for the day. Right. You know, so and then I have the, a friend who does that and she calls it the wall of pain because it's uh, all yeah, the you got to do. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I'm not sure wall of pain is very motivating for most no. people, but I do love the idea of a whiteboard. I actually don't have one. I have a calendar, a physical paper calendar, and it has the little tiny sticky notes with what I need to do and I shift them around. So it's very similar process uh, way to look at the project management so I can know, okay, I, or my goal by the end of the month is to create a webinar. Okay. Yeah. How am I going to get that done or whatever it might be? So it's a great, it's a great way to take um, what you've got out there in the virtual world, i.e. team Gantt, or in my case, Asana, and pair it with a physical visual thing that's right there in your face to remind you in your office because it, we juggle a lot as entrepreneurs and as family folks. So the other piece is I find it frees me by because all those things are stuck in my head. All I have to do is write them down and put them on a, a sticky. And then I don't have to worry about, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I can look at it and go, oh, there's all this stuff to do. Or you just say, what are the exact things I have to do? versus those things I want to do versus some of those things someday maybe I'll get to. So someday maybe I'm going to go on that African safari, but that's not tomorrow. So as a result, I don't have to worry about that. And, oh, yes, I do have to pay the tuition bill. That is something I have to do before the end of the month, so before the, the child gets put out. Uh, you know, she's a freshman down at Elon in North Carolina and is having a fabulous time. And the only person who's traumatized is her mom. Oh, the child is happy. Everybody's happy. She's doing really well. So, uh, but it's an adjustment for being empty nesters from, um, you know, and how do you manage those? So, and the other piece to me is you have to have downtime. So I go to the gym and work with a trainer a couple of days a week. I've started doing some Orange Theory Fitness where you go for an hour and you get tortured and, you know, you can burn 800, 900 calories, but it, it gives you the balance and I schedule those into my day. Right. So, you know, from eight to 10 on Tuesdays and Fridays, I know I'm going to be there so I don't schedule meetings around it. Um, and that makes it so it's a regular duty requirement activity. Um, and that makes you feel better. Absolutely. I schedule my workout time too. And I've kind of shifted it because I've changed how I'm eating. So that's affected how I work out. Uh, most days I work out around 11 o'clock in the morning. It used to be that I worked out at six in the morning. So it's a no, giant sure. change. Uh, but it means that I'm often working at my desk first thing in the morning in my workout clothes before I get all showered and dolled up for anything like this. So uh, let's see. I think there are craft beer lovers out there who would love to be able to find you. How can they find you? And I've got a whole bunch of things you've already mentioned. Those will be in the links below, folks. But some so the, the, info. There's a couple ways you can get to us. Uh, one is um, on Instagram. Uh, we have the Brewery Adventure Tour. 
And we also have Craft Beer Insights has its own Instagram feed. Uh, there is the website that has uh, all kinds of information about what's going on in the industry and um, uh, trends and other things and sort of fun facts, uh, plus some videos of the, the latest products that are going up. Uh, and that's www.craftbeerinsights.com. And then you can always reach me uh, on, on my cell, 203-918-7780. And my email is Kurt, C-U-R-T, at craftbeerinsights.com. That is fantastic. I am so grateful you came on. I think we had some fun talking about craft beer while learning something about project planning. Uh, super grateful to you and looking forward to our ribs and beer adventure. Perfect. All right. Sure. So long. All right. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.